an exotic dancer in New York City, the middle son of a mafia don, a singer-songwriter in the village in the 1960s, a 1950s housewife, the most influential African-American director in film history. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Snubs. And the Oscar goes to... If I had and the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to. Hey, Meg. Um, we hey, are. Hey. I'm coming to you uh, from my home, um, and you are in uh, your home, which is our usual studio. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's not that different for me. Normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if our listeners are aware. <laughs> Um, so, there is, so we have a lot of spring breakers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, if you were in the big brother house in Germany, um, there's a worldwide or pandemic. you're Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are, uh, we're self-isolating. Um, we're in LA. LA is basically California. It's basically fully locked down at this point. And hopefully, um, the states that have not done that will do that soon. I think that it's up to about 10 states have now fully locked down. Um, uh, but, uh, we originally, uh, we're not even planning on doing an episode probably until next week. We are going to talk about 1964. We still will be doing that eventually, but, um, we'll be doing that when we can, uh, convene. Not in, today, you know, Satan. Not, not, we're not today. We're not talking about 1964 today. What are we talking about today? Well, we oof, came up with this idea. Um, last minute. Last minute. Um, so we're going to be talking about, uh, some of the biggest snubs we feel in the last 50 years of the Oscars. We decided to sort of limit it to only years that we've really focused on. on um, you say, by the way, I thought about this last night where I was doing this. There are some more recent ones for me. You said years oh, yeah. that we've focused on, but yeah, years oh, we yeah. haven't done, but we've... I would, say, I would say, yeah, as long as it's like 1969 and later. Right, okay. Um, That's what I got. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to, we're going to kind of go through that. We did it in the six major categories. And should we, we say, we just... should we say what we're drinking? Oh, sure. I'm, um, I'm drinking a, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. A Miller, a Miller light. <laughs> um, by the way, but... this just like, this is a lot about our, the, like continue. Sorry. This is just like yeah. who we are as like people, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, you know, usually when we're together, uh, your your husband, uh, a great friend of the podcast, of course, Matty Smith, has been on the show multiple times, um, is a beer connoisseur. If you're looking uh, for a, if you're like, listen, I know you're not doing shit, or you shouldn't be doing yeah. shit, and if you are doing shit, stop doing shit, please. Yeah, stop it. Uh, this, I swear to God, that's my whole thing that fucking makes me bananas is if I have to sit home, you fucking assholes have to sit home. Yes. Everyone should be at home. Stop playing beach volleyball or whatever the fuck um, it is you're doing. There's a, a girl that we went to college with. Uh, Rachel Walker has been talking about how her neighbors have been playing beer pong every night. No. Um, and you know, what's not a great thing to do right now is uh, play a game that involves you touching something and throwing it into liquid and then drinking. I hope they all get it. Uh, no, not really, but maybe a little bit. Um, 
I'm drinking, it's called High Six. It is oh. uh, from the Highland Park Brewery. We went and picked uh-huh. it up the other day. Um, Maddie, Maddie's favorite brewery. My favorite brewery, too. It's so good. I If you're in a, ever in L.A., um, especially the, their downtown tasting room is so beautiful. Um, but we went and picked up a bunch of beer um, in preparation for Doomsday. Yeah. Because God knows I cannot be sober throughout all of this. Uh, and this is called High Six. It's a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. And I'm not mad at it, I got to say. I'm not a big IPA person, but this is good. Right. Um I drank a lot of uh, a lot of beers uh, while I was in I was in the UK. Oh yeah, that's um, right. When all of this happened, um, is that was that your go to order in the pub? For the most part, I was drinking beer. Yeah, um, I you know had a couple cocktails mm. um, during the trip. Had a couple glasses of wine, but mostly mostly drinking beer. I feel like I feel like you know England's like a beer country. Yeah, when in Rome. Except yeah, you don't, know, like, don't go to Rome. Don't go to Rome. Don't go to Rome. And, when in, and when in Rome, really, wine. Wine. Yeah, yeah. But when in but when in England, that's what you. When I was in Ireland, yeah. uh, we haven't had Shane Springer on the podcast yet. But when I was in Ireland, we made a pact uh, that I we would have one Guinness because there's like all this um, propaganda there. Propaganda, or there was pro- whatever. There's a whole ad campaign that's like a Guinness a day basically keeps the doctor mm-hmm. away. So we were like, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take that challenge and had a, a Guinness every day. Well, you made it. I did. Hope, if I can make it through a Guinness every day for a week and a half. Then one would think you can survive this worldwide pandemic. <sighs> one would think. I yeah. feel good. I just want everybody to know that. Like, if you were, like, worried about, I don't know, if you're worried about me, how are you feeling? Good. That was a long pause. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling good. I'm feeling fine. You know, I've had a, like a cough on and off, but I think it's just a regular cough. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, given the yeah. world we're living in right now, every single time I cough, I'm you're like, panicked. oh, that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the, that's the end of it for yeah. me. Uh, Andy Cohen just posted on, uh, on uh, Instagram yesterday or Friday or something that he yeah. has coronavirus. He yeah. He tests positive. And I have to tell you, uh, he is, he has, uh, meant more to me perhaps than anyone else in my, and he's been more instrumental in my yep. life and life choices than maybe anybody else. So I have to say, please prayers for Andy as well. Yeah. Um, I just saw in a, uh, I don't know how reputable the source is, but I feel the same way about, uh, of course, Harvey Weinstein. And the rumor is that he has tested positive uh, <laughs> uh, in his prison cell. So, um, oh, God. Well, thoughts and prayers thoughts and to prayers. Harvey mm-hmm. um, during this difficult time in his life. Goddamn. Choke um, on it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go through these through some snubs. Some, some snubs, some major snubs in each category over yeah. the past, whatever, how many years. And feel free, we are fucking bored as shit yeah tweet us your snubs yeah tweet us our snubs maybe we'll talk about it again maybe this i don't know we don't have a lot going on yeah what's going i mean i mean i almost never have a lot going on but now i really don't have a lot going on um so i thought maybe we would start with the acting categories and then do director and then do film that sounds great um should we start with the supporting categories yeah maybe supporting actor because we all they always start with fucking actress yeah we're gonna start with supporting actor then okay let's i have a couple 
Okay. Do you, do you have a couple? How many do you have? I have I have I have one main one. Okay. Uh, you go ahead. You go first. I wonder if we'll have any overlap. This is fun. We've really not discussed this at all. No. Um, so my big one um, going through, and we these are specifically nomination snubs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's we should have said that. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, oh, I can't believe. That person well, didn't win. Forget that. I, I, yeah. it's much, I think it's better to, to narrow it down to, to nomination. Yeah. Um, so my supporting actor is from 1974. And it's John Cazale for Godfather Part Two. Interesting. Uh, yeah. 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 There were. Um, that's crazy. There, there were three people from that movie nominated for Best Supporting Actor. So Robert De Niro won that year, playing young Vito, and then um, Lee Strasberg, and then I don't Michael Gazzo, I believe is his first name. Lee Strasberg um, is the old guy that is Hyman Roth. Yeah, Hyman Roth. Right. 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 Um, were both nominated as well. Um, and I can't super argue with either of those things, but I can't argue with Fred Astaire getting nominated for Towering Inferno. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and no John Cazale. That's fucking ridiculous. And my big thing is, I don't think John Cazale actually was ever nominated for an Academy Award period. He, of course, famously only appeared in five films in his short life, and every single one was nominated for Best Picture. So um, I just feel like he should have gotten... Someone should have thrown him a bone there. So that's that's mine. What who who you got? Um, well, you're gonna have to look up who they were, who else was nominated that year because I didn't really do that. But I just thought about like great great performances that I liked, and I double checked yeah. on whether or not they were nominated. And here's one for you: Robert Shaw for Jaws. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Not nominated. And in my mind, I mean, I love uh, Roy Scheider, but in my mind, he really makes that movie. He and right. he's it's a little over the top, sure, but it's like I mean, it's a crazy movie, it's such a fun movie, and he's amazing in it and uh, not nominated. Only only one year later, um, from the John Cazal. So these are these were the nominees Jack Warden for Shampoo, Burgess Meredith for The Day of the Locust, mm, movie I've never seen, Chris, Chris Sarandon for Dog Day Afternoon. Which one? Um, who did he play? He was the the husband, Al Pacino's husband, who was trying to transition. No, all, already Robert Shaw over that guy. Brad Dourif for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No, uh, Robert Shaw better. Really? And then the winner was George Burns for The Sunshine Boys, which is another movie I've never, never seen. seen but that. I mean, how can you how can you go against George Burns? How can you um, go against Robert Shaw? Well, definitely should have been in that a nominee. I, um, no one, no, um, no actors nominated for Jaws, period. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's annoying. Okay. I have one more that I was like, hmm. Uh, and this is maybe like more controversial and certainly more recent, but, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman for the talented Mr. Ripley. Interesting. I was watching that movie not that long ago and I don't actually love that movie. Um, right. It's almost like too dark for, I don't know. I don't know what a, it, that movie makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, do you right. know what I'm saying? And I don't like movies. I like very, very sad movies for sure. But there's a lot of scenes in that movie where it's just uncomfortable mm-hmm. where I'm embarrassed or nervous or I just am on edge. It's a, t- it's a, it's a good, it's a well-made movie, but it's tough to watch. Um, so this is actually a pretty, though. this is a pretty good year. 
for nominees. Um, the nominees were Tom Cruise for Magnolia. Oh, perhaps, perhaps his best mm-hmm. performance. True. Michael Clark Duncan for The Green Mile. Oh, great. Jude Law for The Talented Mr. Ripley. Um, Haley I... Joel Osment for The Sixth Sense. Sure. And then Michael Caine won for The Cider House Rules. Uh, okay, so I guess what I would say is I'd put film... So I'd, I like Jude Law a lot. I'd put uh, PSH over Jude Law for The Talented Mr. Ripley. I can see that in terms of performance. I get the argument for Jude Law. It's a much larger role. Mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman's really only in maybe three scenes in that movie. But the scenes... But I will say, this, especially the scene uh, where he... Right before he... Spoiler alert, dies. Uh, goes to see Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, Matt Damon goes to see you know, whatever the fuck, uh, and, and confronts him is like, is an incredible scene and better than any that Jude Law did. And I, sure. I just would have put, I just think, I think PSH is great. And I know he did, he did win his Oscar, right? For Capote. He won an Oscar for Capote. Right. He was nominated several right. other times. Yeah. yeah. And he was nominated a bunch, but I just yeah. think that was a great performance and, uh, kind of made that, made that movie, which is a tough watch for me yeah. into, Something great. So yeah, how's the beeping, Tommy? Tommy, how's the beeping? Um, I can't argue with that. Feel good about but, all these choices. I'm yeah. sure there's stuff that we missed. Tweet at us, bitches. Yeah, I think I would if I was going to slot him in. I think I'd probably slot him in over Haley, Haley Joel, maybe. Although it's a great kid performance. It's a good. Ki- it's hard to argue with a kid performance. Yeah. Supporting actress, why don't you go first? Um, okay, so I had the very obvious one because this is kind of why I thought about it. And I was like, Jennifer Lopez should have been a fucking nominated for Hustlers. That- I mean, that's I, I actually put a second one, but that would have been, I think, looking back, like that's my biggest one. That's my biggest one. I truly, I went through, I have one more too, but yeah. I truly went back and I was like, no, that is a fucking shame. The, um, the, I, I, and beyond her like physicality and her looks and like I know like that's good god like good goddamn that uh that strip that she the the pole dance that she does in the beginning but I she brought me to tears I've said this before on the podcast but she brought me to tears at the end when she's talking to Julia Stiles about like I wonder what would have happened if we had met you know beforehand and like I think about us as kids together whatever it she's uh, she's super good and she's awesome in this movie and I fucking don't understand why she wouldn't be nominated but yeah I also when I was particularly when I was looking at the actors I was also kind of trying to look at um people that I was like oh I mean they got nominated a ton before this and then they just didn't get an Oscar nomination mm-hmm. I wasn't just kind of like pulling people because they're particularly when you look at some of the like foreign language performances over the years like we talked about with shoplifters like how much we loved like the wife and that yeah. stuff like that oh, that it's her. like oh she should have been nominated but she wasn't really getting nominated anywhere because yeah. she was in a japanese folk film um but jennifer lopez got nominated for basically every award up until the oscars huge so. snub stupid yeah. dumb should have been nominated what's, what's your other one you oh i'll tell oh. my other one yeah. my other one is um because I think this is an unsung performance and it's, it's, I think it was difficult uh, for a lot of reasons. Robin Wright for Forrest Gump. Oh my God. That is my other one. Also. No way. Shut yep. up. We yep. should do a podcast together. We should think about it. 
that's no, that crazy. absolutely is mine. It's in parentheses. It says Robin Wright, Forrest Gump. That's so crazy. I think that's a tough. A, she's luminous in that movie. Luminous. Uh-huh. And second yeah. of all, I think that's a tough role because it's the movie belongs so much to Tom Hanks. Yeah. It has to be, and for you to, and he, and that character is so devoted to Jenny, uh-huh. it had to be something special. You yeah. had to like really get it. And I think she delivers. She also grounds the movie a little bit because his character, obviously the, the role he's playing is sort of heightened. So, um, she has to kind of bring all that back to life. Cause even Sally Field, who's also great in that film, like she's like a little bigger. Yeah. Like, I mean, Sally Field until, is always bigger. Yeah. Um, until we really see, you know, at the end, like her deathbed scene, basically she's more down to earth, but yeah. Um, yeah. I think Robin Wright's incredible in that movie. She actually got like a golden globe nomination and stuff. Um, Diane Weist was sort of running away with the win that sure. year for Bullets Over Broadway, but yeah, she definitely should have been nominated. Yeah. Remember when she's dying? This part makes me cry so hard, and it's probably going to make me cry now because we're in pandemic times and I've had two beers. Mm-hmm. But when she's he's he's talking about, like, the sunset over the bayou and, like, the way the desert looks when you're running through, like, all this stuff. And she's like, I wish you, I could have been there with you. And she's like, he's like, you were. It's yeah. very sad. It's a beautiful movie. That is, that's a beautiful performance. Yeah. These were the other nominees, by the way. Uh, Rosemary Harris for Tom and Viv, movie I've not seen. Helen Mirren for The Madness of King George. Right, right. Yep. I mean, Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly for Bullets Over Broadway. We said Diane Weist won. And then Uma Thurman for Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I think she's definitely in there. For as a sure, Uma Thurman's in there. But, but um, you could find could have, some space. For... I could find some room for Robin Wright. Yeah. Um, should we do Best Actor? Yeah, you go first. I have... <laughs> Oh, I have a few here. I have four to talk about. So best actor, I wrote a year, and that year is 2014. So. Um, I don't know anything about, is that Tom Hanks? Um, it is not. Okay. I think that that was one I considered, but we had kind of just recently talked about. I know. That's on my list, though. Before we get into anything else, I do want to say top on my list I, I just because we because we had just recently talked about Tom Hanks and I had watched yeah. that scene from Captain Phillips I feel like that scene is one of the most one of the more emotionally effective scenes I've ever seen and also he's great the movie throughout huge yeah. snub Tom Hanks yeah. for Captain Phillips should have been nominated continue so 2014 these three actors were not nominated for best actor uh Jake Gyllenhaal for Nightcrawler mm. David Oyelowo for Selma that's one of my and Rafe Fiennes for the Grand Budapest Hotel. These were the people that were nominated for Best Actor. Michael Keaton in Birdman, which is a good mm. performance. Whatever. I hate that movie, though. It's tough. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game. No. I, I hate that film. Bradley Cooper in American Sniper. No. Steve Carell in Foxcatcher. No. no. And that's a big, and I, that's a huge no for me. Well, I hate I, that performance. I like that movie. I, I, I don't that love that movie. I don't love that movie. I hate that performance. It's so affected. I hate it. Continue. And the winner was Eddie Redmayne for The Theory of Everything. So all three of those guys that I mentioned before, I think are better than any of the nominees in this category. David Oyelowo is, so of the four people that I thought were big snubs, David Oyelowo 
Selma for me was one of the best movies, if not the best movie of that year. And huh. that recently, again, I recently rewatched it because it was on TV for uh, Black History Month. Or mm-hmm. yeah, and I, it's a fucking incre- it's an incredible movie. Um, he's incredible in it. He's such a. I mean, we can talk forever about it, but like, he doesn't play. So, what's his face? Larry Bates. What's uh-huh. his face? Uh, uh, podcast guest, past yeah. and future, Larry Bates, um, who also co-hosts Liquid Bread with my husband, mm-hmm. um, has played Martin Luther King on a variety of. Have you ever seen him play? It's no, he's but I know he he did the mountaintop. He did okay. the mountaintop. He's done the mountaintop a couple of times. He's quite incredible, and um, he does the same. Not to compare him to David David Oyelowo, but like truly. He's a great actor, and and I think what I like the most about it is there. It's about the mountaintop. Is it really gives like a a, a it makes Martin Luther King Jr. who be, who oftentimes is a larger than life, uh, you know, saint like figure, yeah. yeah, saint into a human being that like right. you. It's the same sort of stuff that they do whenever they do stuff with like where like the what happened. Sorry, I'm getting way off track, but. What's going on with that Rooney Mara uh, Jesus movie, the Mary Magdalene? Was oh, that... I think it. Came, I think it had a very small release okay. this year. All right, because that was somebody something that was because I'm always interested in like making these larger than life uh, right. characters into human beings. David Oyelowo does that exact same thing in this movie. It's and shows a lot of the conflict, and um, I love this movie. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He should have. I cannot believe he was not nominated. Yeah, I think if I had to choose anyone, I would actually probably choose Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, Such a fucking creep in that movie. But all, but all three of them, I think, really should have been nominated over literally everyone in the category, which is why it's such a snub for me. Because it it would be one thing if it was like, well, these are three performances I really enjoyed, but wow, what a year! Like it's hard to like break in there. But you look at the year and you're like, um. Okay, can I give you two more? And you can tell sure, me where please, they fall. Yeah. Okay, uh, number one is um, Jack Nicholson for The Shining. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not nominated. The Shining was kind of passed over altogether. Um, I think he should nice. have been nominated. Yeah. Here's the nominees that year. Um, Peter O'Toole and The Stuntman. Are you making that uh, face because you can hear Maddie screaming in the background? Yeah. 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 yeah sorry. Uh, Jack Lemon in Tribute, John Hurt in The Elephant Man, uh, oh. Robert Duvall in The Great Santini, and then Robert De Niro won for Raging Bull. Uh, I'm not saying he should have won. There's no way that he shouldn't have been nominated. Yeah. It's a, and, and, it's, and it's a descent into madness, which the Academy yeah. loves. Yeah. I think that movie wasn't uh, originally super well received. Obviously, Stephen King, like, Hated it. Famously hates it. Um, I think it took a long time for people to... I mean, I love that movie. I actually think I picked that movie. Uh, you did pick that movie. For 1980. But um, yeah, that's a great one. Um, and then my other one, and you're going to see this movie pop up a bunch <laughs> in my flipped over mm-hmm. categories. But I think Oscar Isaac should have been nominated for Inside Lewin Davis. So that is 2003. 13, I think. 
Let me double check that. Because um, 2013 is also the year of Captain Phillips. Oh, really? So they, they so, really fucked up that year. Yeah, so that's 2013. So these are the nominees. Uh, Bruce Dern for Nebraska. No. Christian Bale for American Hustle. No. Leo, Leo for The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Chiwetel Ejiofor for 12 Years a Slave. Yes. And Matthew McConaughey won for Dallas Buyers Club. No. The McConaughey's. I mean, that's, that is a tough year. I'm not going to lie. I didn't, lo- I didn't love McConaughey, and I didn't love that movie. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Dern is fine in Nebraska. He's just curmudgeon Bruce Dern, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to argue with Chidwell Ejiofor and um, uh, Leo. Leo. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would probably, I, we Oscar talked about Isaac talked sings, about. he's incredible. Continue, sorry. Yeah, i put Oscar Isaac and Tom Hanks in there over Bale and Dern, mm-hmm. probably. Um, no, there was no stop in the McConaissance, so no. it's hard to even believe that could have happened. Um, I guess I have one more, uh, which is very recent, and that would be Ethan Hawke. Um, first Reformed? For First Reformed, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago in 2018, which, of course, was the year Rami Malek won the Academy Ugh. Award for Bohemian Rhapsody. So. If you're stuck at... Listen, and you should fucking be stuck at home. You fucking... I say if you're stuck at home. You're, you're stuck at, at home, asshole. If you're asshole. not at home. If you're yeah, not you're at home, home, like, I I truly hope you fucking die. <laughs> not necessarily of COVID, but of, you know... I don't know. Other natural... Uh, no, of, like, uh, me throwing a tomahawk at your fucking skull. Yeah. Uh, but you should listen. You listen. You should. You should listen to our podcast. But you should watch um, First Reformed. Good fucking flick. Good movie. Good movie. Um, but watch maybe, First Reformed. Watch the. Hey, is this the time that you watch the Florida Project? Sure, maybe. Listen, if, if Megan tells you to watch it, you you got to watch it. Watch it. You know what you should not watch? I watched the first episode this afternoon. This is partly why we were late recording. Uh, Maddie was like, do you want to watch the first episode of Avenue 5? Because I love Veep so much. Oh, it's really bad. It is unwatchable. Yeah, I I kept trying because, you know, sometimes the pilot's bad. The pilot is one of the the worst pilots I've ever seen. But I was like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll watch two or three more. Not doesn't get better. Doesn't wow. work. Good to know. Thank you for letting it's me a know. Bummer. So yeah, it's a bummer. I and, and yeah. Maddie was like, because he, he loves Ianucci and he's loved he loved yeah, Luke, me too. he's loved everything. Yeah. It is rest stuff. Yeah. I like truly hated it. Hugh Laurie turns out I like him. He is no Julie Wee Dreyfus, and Josh Gad cannot deliver a joke. No. These are I'm getting real mean about it, but Yeah. I mean Gad's... I like the Asian girl and uh and I like um, Zach Woods. Yeah, Gad, just stick to that money. You know, you got you got your frozen money. Just just do go. voice and do singing. No. Like we don't need to see you in an acting facial. Yeah, actress snub. Um. So I have uh two. The first one, I'll start with the obvious. Mm-hmm. My girl. Kate Winslet for Revolutionary Road. That is also my step. No! <laughs> That's not true! Are you serious? 
Yeah, and I actually thought it's kind of a cheat because she won the Academy Award that year. She for did, for the, reader. for the reader. But I also put that down because Revolutionary Road is such a far superior film and performance. Com- I, I completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. She gives herself an abortion and then dies from it, guys. Yeah. And you didn't nominate her for that movie? That's yeah. fucking bananas. This was actually the category I had the most trouble finding someone. Me too. Me too. Sort of a cheat. Yeah. Because there were a lot of people that I was like, when I was going through, you know, there's performances that I have liked in the past. I was like, oh, I wish, again, I wish I was in there, but they never really kind of showed up in anything okay I, she won the golden globe for revolutionary road and she also won a golden globe for the reader but for best supporting yeah it's um, that's a the, dumb thing she should have won for revolutionary road i mean leo i for, i feel like i checked out that like leo was nominated or he wasn't he wasn't nominated but like he i, I for some reason i didn't put him under a snub even though the two of them together in that movie are powerhouse. And yeah, like, he was, I, he was not nominated. Here's the thing is I, we've talked about this movie in past, whatever, but I will say, usually my taste, I'm, I always give the benefit of the doubt to, to, to not smaller performances, but more subtle performances because I sure. think they're more difficult to do. Yeah. Uh, what Winslet and DiCaprio are doing in this is not subtle or small at all. It's huge and over the top. It's very, it's who's afraid of Virginia Woolf for, you know, our modern age or whatever. Right. However, it's, they're fucking incredible at it. And it, the yeah. scene of them, the, the fight scenes for them and even the scenes of them like high on the idea of moving to Paris it, it are incredible. Um, they were both snubbed really. Let's be yeah. real. This is, th- that movie is, I, I get I get if you don't love that movie, but that's fine. That's I like depressive things, but those performances are crazy. I have one more for you though. Great. Reese Witherspoon in election. Interesting. So that's also ninety nine. So Wait, is that the same a... year? Uh no, that's just uh you had had something from ninety nine earlier. Oh. I don't know years. I don't know what year is it now? What month? What day? It is Sunday, right? It's the 22nd. I walked by the grocery store and there was like a long line. And I uh-huh. go, I'll come back when it's not Sunday. And then I was like, every it's day It's always is every Sunday. day is Sunday now. Um, I'm just double checking because I think election was 1999. Mm. Yes. Um, so these were the nominees for the Academy Award that year that Reese Witherspoon was not nominated. Meryl Streep, Course. music of the heart. No, no, I'm so, and I love Meryl and I love her. No, no, Sh- uh, okay, I'm, now I'm angry. Continue. Julianne Moore, the end of the affair. I can't argue with that. I love that movie. <laughs> Janet McTeer, tumbleweeds. Don't think not I a film I've that. seen. No, didn't see that. Annette Bening, American Beauty. I love Annette Bening in that movie. And Hilary Swank won the Academy Award for Boys Don't Cry. So Reese Witherspoon should have been nominated, at least over I Love You, Meryl. I'm so sorry. And she's good in that movie. And I don't know about Tumbleweeds. But yeah. Election is really good. And, she, and Witherspoon's, I think that's maybe her. And I, I mean, I think she's good in, in a lot of stuff. I know yeah. 
but I think she's incredible in election and she should have been nominated. Yeah. Um, comedy. Hard yeah. to get a nomination for comedy. Hard to get that nominate hard to get that comedy dom. Yeah. Um, probably also the fact that she's playing like a high school girl, which is this like black suburban comedy and American beauty is, ends up being best picture that year. Doesn't help her because obviously different setup, but both black suburban comedies. Yeah. Um, probably got and by black, we mean that. like dark, not there's yes. no people of color in, no, uh, in, in any of this. Either of the movies. Um, best director. I have three. Go ahead. Um, so I just wrote down my biggest one. Uh, so I will say before I, we do it that my, I decided, so the one I, the thing I chose for film could I know very you're easily going. also be best director, but I didn't choose it for best director also though. I decided to split it up. Okay. So my director is Martin Scorsese for Taxi Driver. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. You want to talk about that at all? Um, you know, this is kind of before I think people really realized, you know, I mean, Scorsese had had movies. He hadn't really, this is, you know, just a few, not even a decade into his career. So it's before he kind of started going through getting nominated, but these were the nominees that year. Um, Lena Vertmuller for Seven Beauties, which is important because I think she was, the, that was the first female to be nominated for Best Director. Alan J. Pakula for All the President's Men. Sydney Lumet for Network. Not going to argue with either no, of those. No, me neither. Ingmar Bergman for Face to Face. You know, he was kind of consistently getting nominated in the 70s. And then the Academy Award went to John G. Alvaldson for Rocky. No. Now, I'm sorry. No. Rocky is a very enjoyable film, but the direction of that, you can't compare to Scorsese and Taxi Driver. None. No. Reject. Um, I hate that. Yeah. Um, so that's mine. Uh, there's other ones I actually thought um, about um, Stanley Kubrick for The Shining in 1980, um, among others. But that decided on aside from we'll get to it with Best Film. Um, Go ahead. I said uh, I had a, I had three things to say. Are you getting a thing that's saying your internet connection is unstable? Can you see me? Craig, can you see me? Yeah, I can now. Uh, our Zoom slowed super down and you looked really faded. <laughs> like you Your face like is you this. Yeah, that's what yours did too. You looked completely wasted. It was amazing. <laughs> so I looked like I, I normally yeah. look like? Okay. Yeah. Um, three quick ones. Well, two quick ones and a longer one. Spike Lee for Malcolm X, our uh -huh. uh, friend of the podcast, yep. who I assume listens, uh, Spike Lee. Um, Christopher Nolan for The Dark Knight. Uh, you know, we've this has been well-trod territory. Yeah. Bigger for me, because I think this movie is fucking incredible, and it was my favorite movie by a long shot that year, is The Coen Brothers for Inside Lewin Davis. Right. That's it. Nothing um, else, much else to say. You know what else? You know what other one I I would argue um, is uh, Steven Spielberg for Jurassic Park. Oh wow, he was not nominated for Jurassic Park. 
I mean, he won for Schindler's List that year, oh. so it's hard to make. But I don't care. There have double been years. should have been a double nominee. There have been double nominees before. Should have been so, a double nominee. Yeah. Should have been a double nominee. Get out of there, Jim Sheridan, for In the Name of the Father. Fucking, ugh, In the Name of the Father. Not even a bad movie, but like, no. certainly not as good as Jurassic fucking Park. It's weird to think, especially thinking about that movie, it's weird to think that they came out the same year. Yeah. Best picture. Best I picture. have three. How many do you have? I only wrote down one. I thought we were doing like our biggest one. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, so but I tried. You know, I tried to write down one, but then I was like, I can't decide. There's there's been a ton of things throughout, you know, years that we've done where we ended up choosing something that didn't win. Uh, you and I that wasn't even nominated yeah. that we picked. So like, I have things personally, like the Royal Tenenbaums in two thousand one was not nominated. Uh, Children of Men in two thousand six was not nominated. Um, the Shining, uh, King of Comedy, but my biggest one. 1989, do the right thing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have three. Okay. Uh, Boogie Nights. Uh-huh. Not nominated. Should have been nominated. Yeah. Um, Inside Lewin Davis. Not nominated. Should have been nominated. If you, right. I don't, if you don't like Inside Lewin Davis, I don't know what to do with you. Go fuck yourself. And then, last but not least, they shoot horses, don't they? Oh, that's a great one too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That should have been in there. I just think, I mean, do the right thing. I think historically is like looked on as like, everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, especially reminding you again, these were the nominees that year. My Left Foot, Field of Dreams, Dead Poet Society, Born on the Fourth of July. And of course the Academy Award went to Driving, Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. A hundred percent should have been. What about, in, what about, what about my, my three? Do, do, well, they shoot horses, don't we? They, we just did. That should have, not only that should have that for, for, I, I think that that stuck out of my mind because not only should that have been nominated, but that should have won. That was yeah. so much easily better than everything else. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, Anne of the Thousand Days, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Hello Dolly, Z, and Midnight Cowboy. Actually, not um, other than Midnight Cowboy, which I did not enjoy. Um, yeah. all good movies. Of course, one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But they, they shoot, shoot horses, horses don't they? Was the fantastic. was best, fantastic of all of them. Um, um, Boogie Nights was was ninety seven. That's Titanic year. Yeah, and that's a great year because it's Titanic. I mean, some of these movies I don't think hold up as well, but it, I get why it didn't get in there. It's uh, Titanic one as good as it gets. The Full Monty, Goodwill Hunting, L.A. Confidential. Right, I would have put Boogie Nights over the Full Monty, and also as good as it gets. I would have put Boogie Nights over all five of them. Um, you know what? I, I mean, I, but I definitely would have nominated. I mean, listen, I like Boogie Nights better than everything but Titanic, but I would have right. nominated it over. I'm su- Inside Lewin Davis? Speaking of uh, Titanic, I'm surprised you didn't mention Leo for Titanic as a snub. I mean, <laughs> look, is that movie incredible? Yes. Will I watch it again during this quarantine? Yes. Will I be drunk? Yes. Oh, I don't think I've ever been drunk and watched Titanic. Because I did see it, for those of you who remember, five times in theaters. And that was in junior high, so it was, but I was like in junior high, six or so. seven months before you started drinking. <laughs> I did not drink till I was out of high school. Thank you very much. So 2013, 
these are the nominees for Best Picture. Now, this year was... Is this the Birdman? Did we talk about this? Um, no, this is not the Birdman year. This year was the second year. So in 2010 or 2009, which we just recently did, they went to 10 nominees. And then starting in 2011, they went to anywhere between five and 10 nominees. So there were nine nominees in 2013. These were the nominees. American Hustle. Captain no. Phillips. No. Dallas Buyers Club. No. Gravity. Yes. Her. Yes. Nebraska. No. Philomena. No. The Wolf of Wall Street. And the Academy Award went to 12 Years a Slave. That's not a great year, honestly. That's wild to me that Inside Lewin Davis didn't get, because there's a lot of those movies are not good. Yeah. People, I think, I remember people thinking it would get like a ninth or tenth spot, but it did, there were no, there was not a tenth movie. Huge snub. That movie, I looked it up because I was like, because the way that I started this, and this is why I texted you about like, we didn't know this, is the way that I started it was I was like, I, uh, what is, what movie did I, what, what have I loved so much? Like, let me look up what they, what happened for them. And when I look up, when I looked up um, Inside Lewin Davis, they were nominated for best sound editing, I think. And one other, like best, not even best original song. Please, Mr. Kennedy was only nominated for the Golden Globe. Um, right. something else that was like a, a smaller technical category and nothing else. And that was my absolute far and away favorite movie of that year. And it's my favorite Coen brothers movie. And it is so wild to me that that was not, um, more nominated. So justice for inside Lewin Davis is yeah. the name of this. If we were going to name this podcast, I would insist that you name it that. I think it's going to be called snubs. Please, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, oh. Uh. oh. Okay, wait. Ready? Mm-hmm. Please, Mr. Kennedy. Oh. oh. I don't want to go. Oops, don't shoot me into out outer space. space. That's us doing. Um, so you guys, it, we'll, we'll be releasing that for charity. <laughs> <laughs> we have turned a corner. It's not good. No. Um, and it's only day... For you, it's day three. It's like day three. For you, it's what, like day eight? Yeah, it's not. I Especially I started this being like, I'm going to do yoga every morning at like 10 a.m. No, I've just had like a Bloody Mary every morning. Yeah, I did go for, I went for a run today. Fuck you. Are you fucking kidding me? Go I did fuck it. yourself. I got up very early. I went and bought eggs at the grocery store. Came home. I went for a run. I did my Duolingo. I'm trying to learn some Spanish. I started working on a, a wedding ceremony that I hopefully will be performing in June if, you know, weddings are allowed to return by then. Is that Truzies? You're, who are you marrying now? God, I um, feel well, like I feel not special anymore. Yeah. Um, one of Allie's best friends. Um, they're getting married in Santa Barbara. I'm officiating for them. I just want to say that I the courthouse. was the first. Yeah, it's true. This will be my fourth, so after I finish this fourth wedding, I'll just be ready to do your funeral. And, uh, <laughs> God, 
have hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, so. I will say, is this the part where you plug things? Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to plug? Um, I do want to say my Instagram at Murphy Megan. Uh, first of all, yes, that is me. And thankfully my VW commercial is running and Paul Giamatti was very nice to mm-hmm. me. My Instagram at Murphy Megan. I've been posting videos, uh, cooking videos because I love to cook to entertain the peoples. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. I have had Craig a couple of requests from people saying, "Can you have Craig on and you can talk about movies while you do it?" So sure. I mean, I don't know how we're gonna. I guess you'd. I'd just be on like a laptop next to you. Or, like, in a week, if you're, like, symptom-free, you can just come over. I don't know. No. Well, two weeks, right? You got to be two-week quarantine. Yeah. Okay. So if we're we're mid-April and you're still good, then then Craig will come over and make uh, cookies or some shit with me. Yeah. Um, You can follow us at The Oscar Should on Twitter, at The Oscar Should Gone To on Instagram. We've been reposting... Um, all of our previous pods starting most recently and moving backwards uh, with a list of where you can stream those movies. So you can catch up That's on all your Craig's Oscar work history. and Craig's idea, by the way. Yeah. So if you don't like it, it's my fault. If you do like it, you can send Megan That's a message fine. on her quarantine kitchen and let her know to do more stuff. Uh, uh, if you like this, please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, it'll definitely help right now because I'm sure people are looking for something to fill the time. Um, we will be back at some point, maybe with 1964, maybe with something else like this. It just sort of depends on, uh, the world, the world, but, but, but sooner rather than later, hopefully, and fuck Corona and please do us all a favor and don't go outside or don't, I mean, you know, go outside, go ahead, but just maintain social distance so that we can stay home. We have a. We have like 75 hours of podcasts that you can listen to. There's just so about. much that's, time. That's over three days just of listening. Truly, to go for a that's hike even, and listen yeah. to this podcast. Just just maintain By your yourself. social distance. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Oh, Stay wait. Safe. And should we say this? Oh. If you have If you have things that you'd like us to cover... Oh yeah, send us a send us a message on Twitter, or you can DM us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Love you. Right, stay safe out there. Be safe. Love Bye. you, Craig. Hey, Craig. Love you. <laughs>